Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Up next, CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Cancel culture is a form of tyranny. It's this idea that one side of America can just go around and just tell you that you're not allowed to like someone or something because of their own sets of morals and standards, that that's how we should judge society, off of their prescribed set of ideals and beliefs or whatever, that they decide what's good and what's bad. But people are tired of tyranny in all regards, tyranny at all levels of government. But now I think we're starting to wake up. Welcome to a fresh new, brand new episode of CJ Pearson Uncensored. Guys, I mean, I would ask you if you're surprised, but all of you are really smart people, so the answer is obviously going to be no. How many of you would have thought that they would have tried to cancel Dr. Seuss? Because apparently I woke up one day and that is where we decided to be as a country one day, that we were just going to wake up in the morning and try to cancel Dr. Seuss. Because apparently Dr. Seuss is emblematic, symbolic of racism and apparently white supremacy. Now, that is something that I'm a little bit confused about. Seriously, you know, I I grew up reading Dr. Seuss books, my progressive liberal parents, black Parents, for the record, bought me said Dr. Seuss books. I never at one point ever thought that the book that I was reading was racist. I never felt triggered by it. I never felt confused by it. I never felt attacked by it. Probably because back then I had the luxury of growing up in a time where America still had a little bit of spot. Now we were still pretty soft, still kind of snowflakish, but the worst of it hadn't really set in. This was pre, you know, toddlers having sex changes. This was pre pronouns in people's Instagram bios. This was pre, you know, all of that mumbo jumbo. We actually had a little bit of sanity, not much, but still a little bit of sanity left in the tank. And so 
you know, I read Dr. Seuss books. My teachers read them to me. My black teachers read them to me. My minority teachers read them to me. I, when I, whenever they would say, bring a book to class, I would bring Dr. Seuss. And I never got in trouble for spreading bigotry or white supremacy because no one at that time was really all that concerned about being woke or was so woke that they saw racism in everything, just as, you know, these types of people, what, what, what maddens me about them is that they are single-handedly capable of seeing racism in every single thing that exists in the world. They walk outside, why is the sky blue that is oppressive to green? They walk outside, they see, why is the grass green that is oppressive to blue? You know, they are literally capable of seeing racism, bigotry, and discrimination in every single thing that exists. And I I can't imagine living a life so sad and and just so full of despair, right? Like if everything is racist and and you're constantly saying that this thing is oppressing me, that thing is oppressing me, how can you really live like a happy life? If everything that you do, every interaction you have is a trigger warning for you or something that is a microaggression. Again, a war that didn't exist when little CJ was six or seven years old reading Dr. Seuss books because who in the hell knew what a microaggression was. I still don't know what a microaggression is because it's not a real thing. It's just some some word that these random snowflake liberals made up one day because they didn't really know how to describe because there really wasn't a word to describe it, the complete emotional turmoil they were going through. Because when you are that unstable, that unhinged as a human being that the smallest little things make you want to literally have a panic attack and go create petitions and cancel people and call people to boycott products because, oh, no, there's a black woman on a syrup bottle. Oh, no. Aunt Jemima has to go. They, there was no word to describe that type of insanity in the American dictionary, in, in, in the English language. There wasn't a word, so they created one. And that word was microaggression. Something so small, so minute, so mundane to any real normal human being that it's called a microaggression and rightfully so. I'll actually back the creation of that word because I think it's right for them to have created it. Because seriously, can we just talk about the things that these people get obsessed about? They are trying to cancel a children's book. Dr. Seuss, a children's book. Cat in the hat. Green eggs and ham. That is what they are coming for. But really, again, I asked you at the open of the show, can we really find ourselves all that surprised? These are the same people that came for Paw Patrol. These are the same people that came for Syrup. And, and, and God knows what's next because already they're starting to come for women's sports. Women's sports during Women's History Month. It is Women's History Month. And they're sitting here saying that women can't even have women's sports anymore. And then apparently you're transphobic if you say that maybe, just maybe, biological men shouldn't be able to compete against, well, non-biological men. Or, you know, maybe that just shouldn't be a thing. Because women's sports are women's sports and male sports are male sports. And that is just how life works. And if you're triggered by it, if you're upset by it, I've got to really be frank with you. I've got to be honest. I can't lie to you. I really don't care. And most sane people in this country, in America, they also don't care. We are past the point of tolerance for this insanity. Guys, there should not be a reason why I should be talking about a Dr. Seuss book on the podcast this week. 
I have not talked about Dr. Seuss since I was a 10-year-old boy. Like, why are we talking about Dr. Seuss? Why is he being uh, discontinued from publishing houses? Why is he being taken off the shelves? Why is that happening? But more importantly, I think the question we have to ask is, why is it happening in America today? What is wrong with the fabric of our culture that has enabled this type of cowardice to be so mainstream that we don't even get surprised by it anymore. Like I said, a few years ago when I was young, if someone had told me that Dr. Seuss was racist, everyone would look at them like they were crazy and rightfully so. But now we're just like, well, that's just the left being the left. That's just liberals being liberal. That's just Democrats dimming, right? Why is this normal and why do we treat it as if it is so? Because it is not normal for you to want to go cry and ball up in a corner in the fetal position because of a children's book. It's not normal for you to go out and create petitions about syrup bottles, syrup bottles, because you think that looking at a black woman on a syrup bottle is oppressing you. So you're saying, okay. And what's also crazy about this, guys, is the lack of consistency from these people. Right, the same people that say that Aunt Jemima putting her on a syrup bottle is racist. It's a, uh, it's a stereotype or whatever of black women of black people, whatever. These are the same people that complain about black people not being represented enough, not being seen in mainstream spaces, is the phrase that they like to use. So you make one of the most recognizable women in advertising, Aunt Jemima, and you take her off the syrup thing. And what's next? Are they going to complain about now? We're we're, we're taking off a black woman off of this? We're we're ripping away the culture? What? Like, you cannot have both. You cannot live in both worlds. And guys, I hate. I, I, I hate it here. I hate it here. And you can't help but hate it here if you still have an ounce of sanity. These people are crazy. Absolutely crazy. And we share oxygen with these people these people oh my god like i i can't i literally cannot and i think that's the feeling that a lot of people have today and and i never knew that i would have to make this political or this would ever be a political position but to dr seuss even though that you were a raging liberal some even called you a socialist or a communist i stand by you i stand by green eggs and ham i stand by cat in the hat those were hits. Those were bops. They were great. I'm going to read them to my children. Hell, you make me want to go order a few now. All right? Never thought that that would be a political position to stand with Dr. Seuss. Well, Dr. Seuss, I've got your back. I'm with you. But more importantly, I'm against the cancel culture BS that has ravaged our nation. It needs to end, and it needs to end now. People are fed up. But they're not only fed up with all this stuff, all of these, these cancellations, but they're fed up with a lot more. They're fed up with tyranny in general, and this itself, cancel culture is a form of tyranny, is this idea that one side of America can just go around and just tell you that you're not allowed to like someone or something because of their own sets of morals and standards, that that's how we should judge society, off of their prescribed set of ideals and beliefs or whatever, that they decide what's good and what's bad. But people are tired of tyranny in all regards, tyranny at all levels of government. But now I think we're starting to wake up. I'll talk to you about what's happening in Texas, states like Mississippi, and looks like soon to be Alabama, right after the break. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome back, guys. I'm sorry if I got a little bit loud in that intro. My producer maybe can turn that down for you guys' sake. But, oh my God, I just had some things to get off my chest. Like, seriously, this, it's pissing me off at this point. Because it's like, it's crazy and it's unsurprising. But at the same time, it's still not any less ridiculous. Not any less ridiculous at all. Uh, But that's just typical of the left but thankfully there's some reason to actually be happy and hopeful um and i'll tell you what happened yesterday that actually brought me some hope on wednesday uh, governor of texas greg abbott announced that he was fully reopening uh, the state of texas and he was going to be lifting coronavirus restrictions basically telling businesses you can have as many people as you want and mask mandate it's gone now this was one of the first states to do it outside of florida and i've got to tell you a lot of people are rooting for Texas. I tweeted yesterday that Texas has essentially become synonymous with freedom uh, because that's really, I think, that the point that we have to get at. You know, 
I, you know, I've talked about COVID in, in previous episodes, and, and one of the biggest things that have always infuriated me about this cycle of events, this entire pandemic, is how much we've been lied to the, from the people and by the people we're supposed to trust. You know, our leaders, our, our policymakers, people told us in the beginning that we just needed to wait two weeks. We need to wait two weeks. We had social distance and the pandemic would magically be over. And then they said that we needed to flatten the curve. And then we did that. The curve was flattened. And they said, no, 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 Just kidding. Psych. You actually, actually, real life, though, you need to wait until there's a vaccine. All right. So we wait months and months and months as vaccines being developed by Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson now, all these different companies. They get emergency authorization to get this, uh, th- these vaccines approved in record time uh, under President Trump's administration. It happens. They get approved. 95% effectiveness rate uh, for some of these vaccines. We get this vaccine. They ship it out all across the country. Of course, first responders get it first. Our frontline workers, our elderly people, and rightfully so. And then for some reason, though, you see states like California and New York saying, what? hold up, guys, hold up. We can't actually open up yet. We can't. There's not enough vaccines. And I think it comes down to the fact that we have to come to a conclusion that we're just not going to allow these people to tell us what to do anymore. We're not going to continue to be bossed around and oppressed. We're going to have to actually do something about it. We're either going to fight for our rights or we're going to have them taken away. And I think what we've seen in in, in places like Florida, where they never really closed down. Governor DeSantis said that he wasn't going to do that to his state because he knew the business owners would suffer and that the economy would be decimated. And so he never closed down. And look at what's happening there. You see less infections, less hospitalizations in that state than you see in states like New York and states like California with far more stringent COVID measures. But they're supposed to be the state we compare ourselves to. We're supposed to hold ourselves to the Cuomo standard, a man who literally sent sick people into nursing homes and killed, killed your grandmother, your grandpa, your elderly aunt and uncle. He killed them, but yet he was the gold standard for what we were supposed to do in response to COVID. He was the person we were supposed to model ourselves after, compare ourselves to, but yet what we see is the media lied to us once again. That their crazy measures don't actually work. That taking freedom away from the people, shutting down businesses, enforcing these ludicrous and asinine mask mandates would work. But they lied. And they lied. And we know that they lied because we see the statistics. We see how Florida is doing. We see the numbers and the lie has ended. They realize that people have woken up. That we see through the Cuomo facade. And now they're calling for his resignation. They want him out of office. And now all of a sudden, they're trying to get rid of him. And you know they're trying to get rid of him when they just find all these people who are all of a sudden coming forward and saying that Cuomo touched me. Cuomo did this. Cuomo forcefully kissed me. All of this. Guys, I love to see the Democrats eat their own. And I got to say, you know, they're calling for Cuomo to resign now. It should have been a long time ago. This is a new news. It may be new to the American people who only listen to MSNBC and CNN because they never gave this story the time of day. But for those of you who are tuned in, who have watched this pandemic closely, who have stayed on top of the news, you know that what happened in New York, the basic suicide uh, or or serial killer mentality that Cuomo had when he sent all these sick people into nursing homes, we all knew about that. We all knew about that. And Cuomo failed the people of New York. And he should not only be impeached from office, but there's a strong argument that he should be criminally charged for being just negligent, full stop. But there's hope. 
There's hope to be had because we're seeing states like Texas say that we're reopening. We're back open for business. We are done governing by fear. We're walking by faith. We're going to look at the facts and what the facts got us. And the facts say, the facts show that the numbers are trending downward. And unlike other states, we're not going to continue just to lie to people and say, well, one day you just got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. We're actually going to do what we said and we're going to reopen. And then shortly thereafter, we saw Mississippi led by Governor Tate Reeves do the same exact thing, decide to reopen the state because of the numbers that are being shown. And what I just saw recently before, shortly before recording this episode, is that the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, of course, where I go to the University of Alabama, has announced that she will end the mask mandate this coming week. Guys, this is how we respond to all of this. We need to stop allowing tyranny to prosper and oppression to be accepted. And we need to actually stand up and fight for the rights that we so claim to love. Because for some reason, for us to love all this, all this freedom talk and liberty and all that stuff, I've never seen a people, unfortunately, so willing to give up their freedom just because it was socially mandated that they do. But there is a path forward from here. And I think that people are aware that and, 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 and really it's important that they know this. And I think people have forgotten is that this is a government for the people, by the people. The government has power because they have the consent of the governed. They have consent from the people to be governed by them. The moment they lose that consent, the entire system crumbles. The house of cards falls. It all goes away. And all these leaders like Newsom and Cuomo, they work for us. We don't work for them. You see with Newsom, you know, he has these crazy COVID measures. You start a recall petition, gets crazy mass signatures. And what does he do? Immediately loosens restrictions. And so that makes you think like, I thought this was about science. Y'all said that all these measures, all these regulations, all these laws that you guys had, they were about science. But when politically it got tough for you, when it got hard for you, you just randomly decide, well, damn. We don't need those regulations anymore. The science is telling us a different thing. Or maybe it's because the science never told you a damn thing and you just contorted to fit your political narrative in an attempt to make Donald Trump look bad and Biden look good. And maybe that's what this was all about. Maybe this was all really political as we all thought it was for a long, long time. And maybe, just maybe now, we're all seeing it in 2020 vision. Maybe that's what's happening. And I think a lot of smart people are saying that. And I've got to tell you, when smart people say things like that, maybe it's important that we listen. And I'm listening. I'm clear-eyed about this. But I think what's so important is that we don't fail to learn a lesson from all of this. As the country begins to reopen and we see states led by Republicans finally decide to grow a pair and fight for their freedom, I think what we learn from this is that we will only lose our freedoms if we allow it to be lost and we don't have to. Elected leaders who read the Constitution, who know the Constitution and who know the powers that they have. Elect politicians who aren't concerned about political pageantry, but are actually concerned about serving the people of their state. That is what we should be doing as a country, as a nation, as a people. But also in addition to that, you also need leaders who aren't afraid to just tell the left and the media, I don't give a damn what you think, right? That is what we need to do more of. We need less people in Republican politics tap dancing for CNN and MSNBC producers and actually serving the people that actually got them elected. 
Because, oh, you know, I see the left, they're like saying, ah, oh, Abbott's killing all these people, Tate Reeves is killing all these people, KI is going to kill all these people, because they decide to loosen these restrictions. Here's the deal. All that these governors have decided to do is uh, reduce these mandates. They have not said that you can't wear a mask if you want to. If you want to wear a mask, go wear a mask. If you want to social distance, go social distance. If you don't want to go to bars, don't go to bars. No one is dragging you out of your house, throwing you into rounders. And for those of you who don't know about rounders who are listening here, pretty big bar here in Tuscaloosa. No one is throwing you into the bar. No one is throwing you into a crowded movie theater or taking you to a full capacity stadium. You make the choice to go. And if you're really that scared of COVID, then don't leave your house. That is also a freedom. The freedom to make the choices about your life that you want, but to all those people who are living their lives so fearful, so scared, you don't get to control my life based on your fear. You don't have that right. You will never have that right. And I will never give you that right. We'll wrap it up after the break. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. What's up, guys? Welcome back. So, of course, we talked about the entire Dr. Seuss thing going on. We've talked about the good news coming out of Texas, Mississippi, and hopefully soon Alabama. But what we're also seeing, thankfully, is that Republicans actually decided to have some backbone this week. And unfortunately, I don't get to talk about that often on this show because it 
unfortunately doesn't happen too often, but Neera Tandon, uh, who was the nominee to lead the uh, Office of Management and Budget by the Biden administration, failed. Uh, had her nomination withdrawn because it lacked support on the Hill after Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, a conservative Democrat, decided that he would be voting against it. And they, they actually stood up. For themselves, and they said that we're not going to take it. We're not going to deal with a person who's just to be in this nonpartisan position who's who said the most vile things about Republicans, the most vile things about even progressives in our party, who is truly just a Hillary Clinton lackey. We're not going to take it. Uh, and, and so I'm going to commend the Republican caucus for doing that. Great job to all of you. But also moving ahead, some personal news here. Um, actually, guys, uh, had the honor of this past week. You probably didn't see much on Twitter from me because I was actually in the middle of a campaign uh, for SGA Senate here at the University of Alabama, um, which I am excited to, to say that I, I won that race. And it was um, it's the honor of a lifetime to be serving the students of Alabama and really having the opportunity to give back and bring a diverse perspective um, to student government here at the university. You know, conservative students ask me all the time. They message me, they text me, they DM me. They're like, how do I stop my university from becoming so far left, so liberal, and so far gone? I think the way that you do that is by answering the call to lead, by rising up and saying that I'm going to stand up and fight for the campus that I love. Because here's the deal. Most of these people who go to these liberal schools, we love our schools. We do. Like if you go to UGA, you love UGA, even if it's a pretty liberal school. If you go to Clemson, even though I don't know why you would go to Clemson, you love Clemson because it's Clemson to you. There's an emotional connection to it. Even if you hate how far left the professors are or how some far left some of the students there are, you still love Clemson. You want the best for Clemson. The same holds true for me when it comes to Alabama. Guys, you have to care enough, love your university enough, love your institution enough, love the movement enough to rise up and say, well, guys, you want to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Let's talk about the diversity of viewpoint. Let's talk about the equity, the equality between liberals and conservatives. Let's talk about the inclusion of conservative viewpoints. If you really believe in the things that you profess and the progressiveness that you profess, then let's actually put that into practice. Why won't you support a conservative? Why won't you support someone who has ideals different from your own? Get them on the record. And the way that you do that is by running for office. Guys, these student governments across the country, they hold so much power, but it's up to you to take advantage of it. It's up for you to answer the call and say, well, guys, I hate how liberal my university is getting. I think that I could actually do something to change that. And I think that there is a group of people who feel the same way as me, who offer me a platform and an opportunity to get elected to office and to do some really good things. Because I'll tell you, you know, I'm fortunate enough to get to the University of Alabama, where it's probably one of the more conservative public universities in the country. Uh, but not everyone has that luxury. And my university even is still not perfect. There's still work to be done here, which is why I ran. The reason conservatives are such a rare breed is not because I actually don't think we're all that outnumbered. I think there are a lot of conservative young people. I think it's just because so many young people are scared of what people are going to say and how people are going to feel and how people are going to react to their conservative ideals. But I want you to realize the influence you can have on being the courageous person in the room who has the audacity to raise their hand, who has the audacity to stand up and fight for the things that they believe in because it inspires others to fight and speak up. It really does. Like seriously, when people see other people doing what they wish they had the courage to do, it makes them think and become introspective and look within themselves and say, maybe I actually do have the courage to do that thing. 
Maybe I am stronger than I think I am. Maybe I actually do have it in me to go lead, to go be the conservative ambassador that I want to be, to go be the person who is going to fight for our country and, and speak up about the things in which I believe. Maybe I can be the next Candace Owens or Charlie Kirk or Ryan Fournier or me if you like me. I, I, I get to message like they're like, how do I do what you do? The way that you do what I do is simple. You go out, you speak up for what you believe in, and you don't give a damn about the backlash you're going to get. All you care about is staying true to yourself and fighting for the country that you love. It doesn't matter who you piss off, who you offend, what snowflake gets upset, tries to cancel you, make some BS petition, you get kicked out of school. That comes with the job, unfortunately. Haters going to hate, but you do it because your heart's in the right place. Because you love this country. And there are so many ways for us to change our campuses. And I sometimes feel as if we don't take advantage of it enough. But I need you guys, uh, my, my listeners on college campuses and high schools, you need to fight where you are. And parents listening, you need to let your kid know that you have their back. And let them see you fight. Let them see you care enough to go out and speak up for what you believe in. Because it's inspiring. And that can be the impetus that changes a campus, a community, or country. Hey guys, CJ Pearson here. Join us right here on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts for the same hard-hitting truth because we'll never stop fighting for you. Right here on CJ Pearson Uncensored. CJ Pearson Uncensored, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.